Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And like I've said many times, if you are a grandparent, and I know a lot of you out there are, you know there's no greater joy than sharing a colorful, information-packed book with your grandchildren. So today's show is going to be one heck of a special treat. Our guest, Catherine Williams, has been editing as well as writing and illustrating children's books at National Geographic Kids for eight years. She loves getting to learn about all the weird and wonderful animals who inhabit our planet, so I'm guessing she was awfully excited about editing the book we'll be talking about today. This book is called Weird But True World 2024, and boy, oh boy, it's filled with fun and fascinating facts that I promise will amaze and delight both you and your grandchildren. I can't wait to get going. So welcome, Catherine. Hi, it's nice to be here. Well, I've had the great pleasure of interviewing you once before. We chatted a little bit about that before we went on air. And if my memory serves, which is iffy these days, but I recall that your fascination with the world of weird creatures began in your childhood. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I've always, I was an animal nerd when I was a kid. Um, I was always, like, playing with bugs in the backyard. I was <laughs> always laying in the grass, and um, I loved animals, and I even um, volunteered at a zoo in high school. So um, it is really delightful to get to teach kids about animals for my job every day, and I get to look at cool animal photos and put weird animals in this book, among many other things. Um but yeah, it's really it's a dream um, to get to to keep feeling like a kid in my in my adult job. <laughs> well, yeah, and look where you are now, National Geographic Kids. I don't <laughs> think it gets too much better than that. <laughs> but to back to the book, the blurb on the cover of Weird But True World 2024 promises, and I'm quoting here, incredible facts, awesome photos, and weird wonders. And boy, it delivers all of those big time. So let's begin by you giving us a bit of an overview of a book. I know that's a huge question to ask because there's a ton <laughs> of stuff in this book but what our my my fellow grandparents can expect to find sure so this is a collection of the weirdest wackiest most awe-inspiring things the world has to offer um it goes continent by continent um and then into the ocean and up into space um and it has a collection of um animals places festivals structures, all kinds of things you find in every continent all around the world. So we start each chapter with a map, and then we get into the fun, weird stuff, um, everything from a corn palace in South Dakota to volcanic ice towers in Antarctica and everywhere in between. Yeah, and I love the way it's organized because the first chapter is entitled "What's Weird This Year," which I found great. Uh, but then you, do, you know, like you said, you mentioned you go by continent by continent, and there's a lot of weirdness around. And every con- North America is not solely the weirdest continent. There's a ton of different information about the various continents. But one of my favorite sections uh, was at the beginning of the book, the Save the Date section. I thought that was so great. Uh, and who knew that. May 9th is National Lost Sock Memorial Day, or September 28th is Ask a Stupid Question Day. 
<laughs> yeah, we want to give kids a, a kind of a silly, fun calendar for the year so that we have all of the um, all of the funny little holidays they might not know about. Um, World UFO Day, World Toilet Day, Howl at the Moon Day, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Well, and some of the facts in in that uh, first section, I actually knew because I am of a certain age, and I figured, I mean, we sleep, you know, generally eight hours a day. But the way you put it, I hadn't realized that this past year I've spent four months snoozing. (laughs) Yeah, so the first chapter of the book is a a grab bag of all kinds of different facts from um, about the world. And so we have um, a selection of facts about all the things that happen in a year. So you sleep for four months um, in, in one year. Yeah, I mean, really, when you look at it that way, it's like, oh, my gosh, I wonder which months I slept, <laughs> I slept through. <laughs> and, too, um, like you mentioned, uh, when we first started out, there are a lot of different weird and true uh, facts about weird animals. So what are your, some, of, some of your personal favorites, Catherine? Uh, personally, I um so I really love um, the animals in the Galapagos. I always have, um, and one of my favorite uh, Galapagos animals is the marine iguana, which is unique because um, most lizards don't like to swim, but marine iguanas do, and they swim in the ocean, so they end up consuming a lot of salt as they swim, um, and they need to get rid of it, get it out of their body, so they get rid of the salt in their body by sneezing salt. And sometimes <laughs> they sneeze on themselves, and they end up with, like, a salty crust on the top of their heads from all their salt sneezing. Well, that's pretty cool and pretty weird. <laughs> Do you have any others? Yeah, so um, I'm also pretty partial to um, – we have an animal in here called the leaf sheep, which is a creature that looks kind of like a sheep if its body was made out of leaves, but it happens to be only about half an inch long, and it's a type of sea slug. So it's a really, it's actually pretty cute. I know a slug doesn't sound like it would be cute, but um, the picture we have it really zoomed in, and it is so strange. It has its face looks just like a cartoon sheep. <laughs> Well, I've got to say, of course, you've got a, lots of unique and weird animals in the book, but you've got some weird weird habits we humans engage in, too, because I know there's a favorite sport they practice in Nicaragua, so tell us about that. <laughs> so um, there is um, a, play, a volcano in Nicaragua called um, Cerro Negro, and uh, people sometimes rent sleds and can board down the side of it, so like they're sledding. Um, down a hill, but it's on the side of a volcano. So we have some really fun photos of this, um, people wearing goggles and jumpsuits and safety gear and just kind of zooming down the side of a volcano. Um, We also have some other fun sports that people do. One of my favorites is in the United Kingdom. Um, People participate in extreme ironing. So they take an (laughs) ironing board and an iron and they'll iron clothes in all kinds of wacky places and take photos. So we have a picture of someone scuba diving and ironing at the same time. Some people (laughs) bungee jump or iron on mountains or iron while water skiing. Um, And I don't know if those clothes are getting particularly ironed, but it is a very fun sport. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, back to animals again. 
I know that uh, there you feature in the book, which this is one of my favorite parts, too, non-human surfers. So tell us a little bit about that part. Yeah, so we have weird jobs, and one of our weird jobs is a dog surf instructor. So if you're good at surfing and you're good at training dogs, you can do both at the same time um, and teach a dog to surf. Uh, the dogs do participate in surfing competitions, um, and people have actually trained other animals to surf as well, rats, goats, pigs, and even cats, um, which you wouldn't think you'd be able to, but they do. Well, to me, because of when I grew up, you know, the Beach Boys were really, really popular, and they had an album called Pet Sound. So I thought, we need to have a new <laughs> Beach Boys album called Pet Sounds, too, <laughs> like Animal Servers or something. <laughs> well, back to you, Catherine. I mean, as editor, it must be a, a ton of not only, you know, kind of work, but also you get to find out all these interesting facts. Now, do you have to kind of pick and choose which ones should go in the book? I do, yeah. I work with a team of writers and researchers, and they send me all of their ideas, and then I help kind of select which ones go in the book. And we're looking for ones that are weird enough, but also um, we want to show places all around the world, even within each continent. We want to show a lot of different countries, a lot of different ecosystems. So part of my job is to make sure that the book feels balanced and exciting, and there's a lot of diverse info inside of it. Well, Catherine, I was so excited to speak with you, and unfortunately, the time has absolutely flown by. But before I let you go, I have to mention the photographs, the illustrations, and the layout, because you've got a ton of weird facts, but the book is really a feast for the eyes, and kids are going to just love it. Yeah, the photos are some of my favorite parts in the book. Well, any final thoughts we've got, like, Two seconds left, <laughs> but anything you'd like to share with Well, this was, I, I covered a lot. There's a lot more in the book, and you can find it wherever you buy books, online, or at brick-and-mortar stores as well. Well, and, of course, it is published by National Geographic, and it has you, Catherine Williams, as the editor. So for you people out there, you know it's going to be great. And, Catherine, I want to thank you so much for your time uh, and sharing your love of all that's weird and wonderful in our world. But this book, uh, you've got to be awfully proud of it. It's called, again, Weird But True World 2024. And thank you again so much, Catherine. Thanks so much. Have a good one. You too. So until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio. And I'll catch you later. Bye-bye.